everyone, this is Linda Rennie, the founder and the president of Sanction Love Ministries. The purpose of these podcasts is to bring the heartbeat of Jesus' ratifying love to you through the teachings, interviews, current topics, and much more. We plan to cover deep and sensitive topics to create a hunger to know the lover of our souls, who He is in us and who we are in Him. So sit back and incline the ear of your heart to the pursuit of the pursuer himself. Hi, everybody. This is Stacy Marcone from Sanction Love Ministries. And I want to just talk to you this morning a little bit from my heart. Um, I love that the Lord reveals to my heart stories. That's how He makes things stick for me is through stories. Um, I can catch the essence of a thing and sometimes more details out of hearing a story than by trying to memorize something. That's just how God created me. Um, and for those of you who are are created to just really remember like movie lines and such. And I, I always had longed for that. And the Lord's, you know, just confirmed that's not how I made you. So, so I'm okay with that. And I enjoy that gift in somebody else. But this morning, I want to just talk to you um, about a couple of words the Lord's laid on my heart for this year, 2024. Um, and I've known the Lord my whole life. Um, of course, knowing him that, that grows with every season, right? And every time we come into his presence, we know him deeper <clears throat> or more clearly. So the, the two words that he gave to me, I've heard them before. And they, they tend to be, you know, words that we throw around in. We would say throw them around in Christian circles. But there's really some depth to them that I have been encouraged now by the Lord to really search out the true meaning behind the depth of the mystery of, uh, and those words are covenant and consecration. And I feel like I'm hearing them. Maybe you are too over and over and over, uh, in this, in this moment in the earth covenant and consecration and that God is reviving some of those ancient things that he had established and put in place and he's bringing them to the forefront again. And I love that that message is reverberating through the earth. So, um, as I was just asking the Lord about covenant and of course, looking up some, some definitions that are out there that we can find, um, because we know in theory what a covenant is, but these words just really help kind of seal it. It's a binding agreement. And so if you just let that settle for a second, a binding agreement, a legal contract, a seal between two or more parties. It also is derived from the same root word that means to cut. It carries weight and is a cut that is sealed in blood. It establishes um, these following things. The basis 
of the relationship, the condition for the promises, the conditions and consequences if the conditions were or were not met. Some other words that um, we associate with covenant are bond, allegiance, agreement, pact, treaty, or contract. And so usually when I would think about covenant, I would go back to Abraham and write some of those um, stories that um, are are really painting a beautiful picture and they are um, a type of what God was setting up to be established with the new covenant, Jesus Christ and his sacrifice. And so um, that covenant with God now, he's like, you're in covenant with me. And he's always, he's always upheld his part. He always does. He always will uphold his part of the covenant. And so if it's between two or more parties and I'm the other part of that party, can I ask him, can you ask him to show us where we haven't upheld our part? And could we recommit now? (laughs) Now, the time is right. The time is now for us to recommit to our part of that covenant agreement with the Lord. And and then I, I was just thinking back about how in the Bible, you know, in the marriages, um, the marriage covenants and and the prostitution of the hearts of the people of Israel. And, and that example was used lots of times in the Bible about, um, you know, or, or saying the people have prostituted their hearts. And what does that really mean? That means that I'm I'm not just committed to one thing. I'm all over the place. If I've prostituted my heart, my affections are all over the place. My value is spread all over the place. And he's calling us back. He's so faithful. He's so patient. He's so kind. He never gives up on us. He never breaks his part, right, um, to the full extent. There's always a, I will take you back. I will take you back. And so can we come back in and say, I want to renew my agreement, my part of this covenant um, with you, Lord. And so that's what he's been talking to me about for 2024. And uh, I'm not one to like, oh, this is my word for this year. And, um, And I love when people have that. That's not really ever been a way that the Lord has talked to me. Um, and he's so beautiful in that he, he's so specific with each one of us. Um, but this is a year where he is being very specific with me at the beginning of the year, that this is a year of renewing the covenant, understanding covenant, uh, more clearly than ever before. So the second word then is consecration and consecration is, um, defined as a sacred devotion not a one time thing and it is a setting apart so when our kids were younger and we we understood about um, anointing oil we had you know my husband and I were very 
like you don't feel good, come here. We're going to anoint you, lay hands on you, pray for you and see you recover. When we would move into a new home, we would anoint that home, the doorposts, the, the windows, any entrance point, and just consecrate that place to the Lord. And so uh, that oil was set apart. We didn't just go, uh, this was for us. This was our direction from the Lord. We didn't um, just casually go grab the bottle of oil from the cook, you know, with our cooking supplies, the Lord had given us specific instruction, pour this in a separate bowl. And this is to be set aside. And it is, you're consecrating it by not having it just be with the rest of the oil that you cook with. You're setting this aside for a specific purpose and it is for anointing. And so that was a, that was a direction we heard from the Lord and then some teaching we'd had. So we did that. We did that. That was the anointing oil. And so for this, I'm like, Lord, what are you saying about consecration to me? And he's really wanting to set apart. There's a highlight on setting apart hit those that are called by his name and called to his purposes. And so we have this opportunity. We have this opportunity to be set apart. And so this year, this time, now is the time to ask the Lord about that obedience piece. Um, Linda had shared um, something with us that was pretty powerful, and uh, and I, <laughs> it just hit my heart that the you know the Lord doesn't hide things from us; He hides things for us. And she painted the picture of um, when you hide Easter eggs for your kids, and and so that stuck with me, and and really I think well explains this whole concept of of being consecrated and um, and set apart. And so when the Lord asks us to do something um, and gives us the choice to participate with him and see what he would do, or we can choose not to, right? He's not out there twisting your arm. You may have a stronger, like, this is really important. Please do this. But, but what is my obedience level? And some some people have a really hard time with that word obedience because maybe they've had it um, used in the wrong way where it was control or it was manipulative. And so um, when the enemy takes a principle of the Lord and twists it and puts a spin on it that leaves a bad taste in your mouth or a bad experience or maybe even traumatic experience, Let's go back to, Lord, what did you, what was your original intention with our obedience? It wasn't to punish us. It wasn't to keep things from us. There really was something so beautiful in your asking us to obey. And so if we think about that Easter egg um, that's out there for us to find, he hid it for us. And he's so excited for us to go find it. Like you're getting, you know, when you're hunting and, and uh, you're getting warmer, you're getting warmer. Oh, oh no, a little colder. So he's even trying to help guide us to that promise, to guide us to that that gift that he has available for us, but we have a part to play in that. And so he doesn't hide it from us. He hides it for us. And so I love that with obedience, that's how I'm thinking about God, my obedience, you have something hidden 
for me that is revealed in my obedience. And it it just can be a small step of obedience that you're like, yay, because there's something that he wants to bestow and give uh, to us that comes through even the smallest little acts of obedience. And when you obey in the little things, it just gets easier and easier to obey in the big things. And that, you know, that's how we also then build our faith in him because it's like, I know this is what your word says, but I get to choose if I'm going to believe it or not. Right. So, um, and then apply it to my life. So with, um, with this opportunity to obey. Uh, He knows what's in store for me in my doing, in my obeying. And um, I know when we, when we're called to, uh, you know, do things like fast or whatever, those are very intimate pieces with the Lord. But I feel very led to share as a testimony as a testimony to you to step out and trust the Lord because um, because He's waiting to show you some things in this time and in this season that are preparing us for what's, you know, what's down the road. And so <clears throat> um, I want to talk for just a moment about fasting. And so in fasting... Um, you know, I've done that many times throughout my life, been called to fast, fast corporately, fast individually. And there's a couple of times that have put a mark on me where I knew, whoa, that fast was directed at the Lord. And um, this most recent experience, obviously, is going to be one of those times. And so the Lord had called me to a water fast. And I thought, whoa, because I've never done that, just water. I've done clear liquids, what, but, but never just water. But it was so clear from him. And it's like he puts it out there and then, and then it's like, are you going to, are you going to do it? Are you going to find what I have for you in that? Well, I hope you will. And I said, yes. And I could feel the joy of the Lord on it. I could feel his joy on it. <laughs> and so he told me for how long. So anyway, just the 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 water fast. Then my first thought was, oh my goodness, Lord, you know how much I love coffee. And and there's a couple things with it. One that popped up right away is, am I going to have a headache? Because if I, you know, I don't know if, Others of you might say yes whenever I have coffee. If I don't get my cup of coffee or, you know, I might get a headache. And I've definitely experienced headaches from not having caffeine. (laughs) So I was a little, my flesh was concerned about that. Um, And again, I felt the pleasure of the Lord of just wait to see what I have for you in your obedience Okay, so then uh, there's also a very special bond between my husband and I that has to do with coffee. Um, he, he is so, <laughs> he, 
He's so amazing. He makes me a cup of coffee every morning. He froths the oat milk and he brings the cup to me and lets me have the first sip before we put the lid on it because he knows I love the foam. And uh, it doesn't matter if I'm in the shower, he will, you know, <laughs> come in and still make sure I get that first sip of coffee. And, and it's just a beautiful moment that he and I have literally every day. <clears throat> well, Fridays he goes and gets his own coffee. So <laughs> we don't do that on Friday. And then uh, on the weekends, we usually go together and, and get coffee. But but during the work week, that's, that's a, a blessing that he is in my life and that a moment we get to share. So, all right. So then I'm like, oh, you know, that's, I'm going to miss that moment with him. And again, you know, just Um, What are we willing to, even good things, even good things, what are we willing to lay down to press into the Lord and see what he has for us to put him first, to put him first. And so, uh, so I said yes to that. And it was so beautiful. You guys, I did not have one headache, not one. This was four days, just water, not one. And, uh, well, three full days with with just water. And then the fourth day was, uh, he gave me different instructions, you know, still liquids and stuff. But anyway, so not one headache. And I just would kind of giggle and, and thank him because that was a miracle. (laughs) All right. So then he gave me specific instructions about, uh, oh, and the other, I was really I was not really hungry at all, which I thought, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? And, and really felt that it would be his strength, not my own. And, and that he would be the sustainer of me because this was for very specific intentional reasons. And so, um, I think my stomach growled like twice in four days. That's crazy. You guys, that's crazy. And just the, um, the things that he was accomplishing in me and in my consecration to him and renewing of covenant with him is just so beautiful so then he also had said I want you to shower every day and most people would be like yeah okay no big deal but for me this kind of was a big deal and so again just being transparent to share with you um, how do we come into how do we come into alignment with you, Lord? How do we tune our ear to hear you and things more clearly? And this was a place for me. And he's okay with our questions. But I have uh, always had, um, except for, you know, during the COVID time. And then that's another story of a, of a testimony that the Lord did. But my hair has always been really thick and um, takes a long time to dry. And so I don't wash it every day. And I've even been advised, you know, don't wash it every day and, you know, do every other or every, you know, third day. And, um, and then dry shampoo is a beautiful thing. And <laughs> so, uh, you know, I bathe my body, but I wouldn't always wash my hair. And, and so, uh, and if you've, and some of you might be like, oh my gosh, but again, I'm just being real. I would wake up and, and say, oh my, I didn't wash my mascara off last night. My, it still looks okay. All right. We're good to go. And I wouldn't have to reapply. So anyway, there was some of those thoughts, like it's going to take me longer to get ready in the morning. Um, and so I'm going to have to get up earlier, right? A little bit of self-sacrifice, but, um, 
But I said, okay, all right, I'll, I'll do that. And then he went a step further once my yes was established, one step further of I would get in the shower and he would say, I want you to get on the floor before me in the shower. So I did. And just let the water pour over me because it was felt like a holy time, a holy place, a holy moment. And then he would say, wash your face or wash your, right? The order of even how to, how to be cleaned. So beautiful. It made me think back about how he established things in the Bible and, you know, with, with Moses and with, he's, he can, he can, he's specific. And if we will listen, we'll get the specifics and there's reason And my reason was don't come casual. So then the, then recent, he just changed it to, I want you to wash first and then come and be on your face before me. You're going to come clean. I was like, whoa. So just so beautiful. And he, he talks to me pretty simply and, and, um, you know, usually it's a do this or do that. No, no, say yes. Okay. And so, however, he talks to you, he's waiting to talk to us. He always is wanting to talk to us and communicate, lead, guide, direct, Holy Spirit, lead, guide, direct my every step if I let him. And so it's just been incredibly beautiful. And some of the things that have come out of that, of course, um, you know, if if you're wanting greater anointing, if you're seeking the anointing of, of the Lord on your life, if you're wanting to hear him better, if you have sickness or disease in your body, God wants to purge. That's not his best for us. It's not his plan for us. And so if if we will say, Lord, this isn't of you, what do you say about it? I'm I'm just sharing that there were some things purged out of me that I knew it. I knew it. I'd had some eczema coming around my face a little bit and was a little bit disturbing to me, kind of around my nose area, super dry, really itchy red. And I was like, where in the world did this come from? And so through this, through just drinking the water and just that little step of obedience cleared it right up. I was like, whoa, thank you, Lord. Well, that wasn't a thing I was going after, but it was a byproduct of a, a small step of obedience and just, you know, how much he loves us. And I, I believe he wants us to see creative miracles. He wants us to, in, in these days and times, these are the times, this is what was spoken of. And so here we are. Let's be consecrated to him. Let's get back into an understanding and an alignment and an agreement with the covenant, the price that the precious, precious price that was paid for us to be able to have that with the Lord. And so then the communion piece. And so it's okay for you to sit 
by yourself with the Lord and take, <clears throat> excuse me, take communion. It is so beautiful and it is a, it is an act of consecration. It allows you to say, if there's any wicked way in me, Lord, if there is any wicked way in me, please show me, please give me direction and instruction on how to deal with that, how to close that door, how to remove the access that the enemy has maybe had and how to get back to that place of, I know I am fully, fully loved, fully loved. I need to know I'm fully loved by you. I'm fully known by you and I'm fully under your, your protective wings and you, you hide me there. And so it's a beautiful thing. And I encourage you, you know, take, take some juice, take some cracker and, and go look at Luke 22. There's, and, um, and just, just have that precious moment with the Lord, have some communion, you know, take of his body that was broken for you. Take of his blood that was shed for you. And just come to that place because guys, there's a lot that's coming and we can stand in the counsel and the protection and the love of the Lord. And it's there and he's waiting. And this is a time for us to come before him again and just take his hand, rededicate, reawaken the things inside of you that he created you for. Stop believing the lies. Start believing what he said because he doesn't change. And he loves us so much. So I pray that you'll be blessed in this time and and that you would take you would take some time and just consecrate and come back into covenant and relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ we love you have a blessed year listening to the Sanction Love Podcast. Our desire is to bring the ratifying love, the binding force of love to individuals with the purpose of increasing intimacy, freedom, and identity in Christ. Please check us out on our website, sanctionlove.com, and all of our social media platforms. We would love you to consider partnering with us in taking the ratifying love around the globe. Thank you for listening and see you next time.